welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. The sponsor for this podcast is Trinket and Vine. Trinket and Vine is a Vancouver-based pin shop and also a friend of mine. And if you use the code TRANSPOD22 at checkout, you receive 20% off all purchases. I just wanted to thank these guys for supporting me with this podcast, for also being a friend, and for being amazing with the kind of work that they do and LGBT support of all kinds. So thanks again, Trinket and Vine, for supporting me and my channel, but also for making amazing pins, and I hope you guys check them out. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of This Trans Guys. First off, I appreciate you guys being patient as I took a little bit of time and space and a little moment between the last episode and now. Um, so now I'm back today with a new episode, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. And I appreciate you guys listening to my episode, and hopefully it landed okay. I personally wanted to make it as heartfelt and sincere as possible, but also, you know, speaking raw and as vulnerable as I can. I felt like it was a, it was the time to talk about it, as there's no perfect time. But I felt like I was in a good mindset for that, and I really just truly wanted to just get it all off my chest, but also let people know kind of what was happening. I honestly didn't say much about this topic or about my mom in general, because I don't necessarily want to bring people down. (laughs) Um, But also because my podcast is kind of a mixed relation of everyday topics to my experience to kind of whatever I feel like I'm passionate about talking about to hopefully relating to someone out there. So there's a few reasons behind it. And I'm glad I did because it kind of gave some insight on me and my life and, you know, the importance of who I've been in my life and, and sadly who isn't now, but my mom is an amazing individual and always will be. And she's one of the main people in my life that really inspired me and never batted an eye for a second and just loved me unconditionally and was honestly the best and biggest supporter I could have asked for through everyday life, yet alone this transition in general. So Um, it was time to say it and time to get it into an episode and I'm happy that I did. And even though times are hard, I'm just glad that I had the chance to do it. So I hope that my audience and my listeners were okay with that and receptive and just always willing to stand by me. And that's what I appreciate. So, all right, without further ado, this week's topic is family dynamics. Yeah, we all have them. We all deal with them. We all face them with them every single day. And I'm not going to say that every family is perfect. I'm not going to say that, you know, there's a great family, there's a, a wrong family. It's just the way your family is, is how they are. And I mean, I'm going to say this from my little perspective in a way is that having this happen with my family and, and losing a mom and, and part of our family is the first we've ever dealt with. Um, and I hope the last for a while, but um, it's kind of gone to show put it into light, I guess, the fact that my family is just my family and I just got to make do with that and and just kind of understand and accept the fact that I was and always will feel like the black sheep, but this is my family and I stay in touch with them the best I can and in my own capability and it is what it is. And I've learned that kind of more in the last few months and especially going to see a therapist and kind of working through all that I've been feeling, it's really made a huge difference and brought up a lot of things that I never thought about before. And it's just kind of taken me a chance to kind of step back and and to look in a different way. 
So what I'm more referring to is that, you know, the people in my life who have stayed in touch with me since my mom passed have said, you know, I just really hope you stay in touch with your family and keep them close and, you know, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, you know, I will. And I'll keep them in my life because they're my family. But I'm also not going to stop and change and, you know, be different because, you know, they tell me to. For the longest time, I didn't have that confidence to stand up and say no, you know, and, and say this is my life and this is how I'm going to do it and this is where I want to live and, and et cetera. We're all different. And that's okay because that's what makes us who we are. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to move to better someone else or convenient someone else because that's what they want. I'm staying here where I'm happy in a job and a field and a path that I'm happy with, with friends here, you know, with my little place, with my animals, my two cats, I shouldn't say animals, my two cats, you know, my own little safety net here. And I'm okay with that. And that's what mom was happy to see was that I was okay. This is where I am. You know, sure. The place isn't huge, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm surviving. I have my network of friends, you know, I go to the gym, I do things for me and that's okay. But then having a phone call from, you know, a certain family member, they're like, why don't you move to like do this or do that or go here? Cause it's like, you know, a lot cheaper, but in hindsight, it's only making their life easier because I'm in a place that they can easily get to rather than a place that they don't really like to visit me at. So there's all these dynamics and all these complications. And I've just come to the realization that I'm okay with keeping my relationship with my family as it is and keeping it in my own kind of level of, of comfortness. And lately I feel like my jar has been empty because I don't have a lot more to give than even just taking care of myself. So I've been really prioritizing myself and keeping busy and like doing things for me, which I don't usually do enough. And I don't think any of us do. And now I'm, I'm like, my cup is getting a little more full because I'm doing that for me. And I lacked that for so long. And I, I, put, of course, my mom over everything else because that was our priority at the time. But now I feel like I'm still kind of emotionally drained and, and it's been quite an uh, up and down year with a lot of airport trips back and forth and, you know, packing a quick bag and leaving quickly and organizing the cat care and just shifting jobs around and trying to, you know, get out there as soon as I can because time with her was valuable. And that's why my cup is still kind of empty and it comes in waves of course, but the family dynamic part comes into play when they expect me to call them and talk to them every single day. And then when we do, it's like, it doesn't really benefit my cup. <laughs> it's still low. So I made a tough call, unfortunately to not go to a friend's wedding, which was really, really honestly the hardest thing I could have had to say no to. Of course they are completely understanding and, and totally new and, and got it, but I still didn't feel like that was fair. And I really wish I could have been there for them because it was their special day. And, but at the same time, flying in quickly on a Friday, leaving on a Sunday was a very rapid accelerated kind of trip and not one that I was mentally able to withstand and handle. So my friends totally understood. And I wrote an email to my family saying, this is what's going on. I'm not okay. Please don't bombard me with why aren't you going and guilt trips. My friend gets it. That's all that matters at the end of the day. And I'll, you know, we've been friends for like 20 some years. 
So at the end of the day, if they get it, then we're fine. So that was kind of my first like relief when I sent that email and felt they actually heard me because they didn't bombard my phone. They gave me some space. They checked in. But at the end of the day, that is what makes me feel like that's where my voice was finally heard after so many years. And where initially they just were like, okay, that's fine, whatever. So I totally just want to touch on the fact that that is a dynamic piece that I've had to navigate, especially after mom's past, because she was a sounding board. She was kind of the person who bounced things off of, kept things neutral between everyone. Now she's gone. I'm kind of just having to figure that out on my own. So, and I, I feel like both of my parents have their families and they're both different in a lot of ways because my mom's side was super close. My dad's side is, you know, so, so, you know, they have their differences and their life changes and stuff, but just navigating, staying in touch when I can. And, and that's really all that I can do and all that I can say I can do. But I think I've kind of created my own little family and life that at the end of the day, like they're always there and they always care and, and, it's great because my coworkers are part of that and a few other friends on the side as well outside of work. So, but the people that I have in my life and remain in my life have really proven to me over the last couple of years, especially, but also over the last, you know, many years since from high school, et cetera, that those are the people that I want in my life and, and who are going to stay in my life. So through thick and thin. So, Families are just families, and you can't force them, you can't change them, you can't expect more of. And they're just related to us, and they're there at the end of the day always. But you're the one to choose how you want that to look. And if they put pressure on you or they say differently, well, that's on them. But you can also set a ground rule for yourself. If they're families or best friends, whatever they, le- whatever they are in your life, that shouldn't ever stop you or change you from being you and living your life and just really trying to to live it according to how you want it to live, right? So my best advice and things that I've been learning as I've kind of dealt with what I've been dealing with and, and going to a therapist is that if you can't have more to give, then don't do it. Just, you know, set your boundaries and be honest and and go from there. And it doesn't even have to do with being trans. It doesn't even have to do with of that part of it, which is huge in a lot of ways, but there's more to it from your job to your relationships, to your everyday life and your choices. Like I got my ears pierced. Not everyone loves it. So what I cut my hair or I, I don't cut my hair. So what I wear the clothes I want to wear. That's me. That's my choice. That's how I identify. That's how I want to present myself. I hang out with people that I want to hang out with, or I drink or I don't drink. I choose when I want to go to the gym or not, if I want to have a lazy rest day. I choose if I want to take myself out to dinner because, like, why not? Life's short. I want to try that restaurant. No one can come with me. Totally fine. I want to go see a movie. I'll do it. And that's okay because that's just me living my life. And I've had to deal with my family, especially saying, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't eat this or whatever or you shouldn't get a tattoo or, like, who cares? At the end of the day, that's my identity. That's how I want to identify as and present myself as. That's the people that I want to hang out with. That's, you know, what makes me happy and what makes me feel fulfilled. That's me. 
and that's okay. So over the last couple months, especially, I've had a lot of growth and I've had a lot of opportunities to really look within myself and, and work on myself and be a little bit selfish in a way that's not taking away from my, you know, genuine, nice hearted kind of person that I am, but more looking into the fact of that's what makes me happy and what I've kind of pushed aside for so many years and family can have their opinions. They can have their views, but we all deal with our own perspectives and our own family kind of situations that come up and they come up at random times or they come up not very much, but depends on what's going on. So, but families are families and we can't really necessarily change them. We can just only kind of change how we react and perceive that and kind of take in and, and roll with the fact that that's how it is. I'll never want to change my family. I just kind of more want to work on how I handle feedback and criticism or not take in how their comments make me feel. Just more be like, all right, cool. That's how you think, but this is what I'm going to do. That's why being a black sheep isn't so bad after all. So, but it's taken time and yeah, I'm tired and, and still kind of emotionally drained from the year that we've had so far, but I'm, I'm okay. And I'm handling things the best I can and, and seeking that help when I need it and keeping as busy as I need to be, but also taking time for myself. So I hope that this episode helped and kind of related to you in some way, or even just to be listening to something that you just were curious about. Um, and I really appreciate you guys supporting me and listening and, and of course, accepting my last episode because it was hard, but also one that was needed to be done and, and needed to be said. And, and I appreciate that. So anyways, guys, hope you have a good start to your week. Thanks again for your support. Please leave a question, comment, whatever kind of review you need to do. I appreciate a five star. You can email me at those trans guys podcast at gmail.com. If you have any kind of suggestions or anything you want to throw up my way, and I will talk to you guys soon.